parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language, and suggestive dialogue. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode number 88. Insert your floppy disks in. Are we serious with this now? Really? Okay, firstly, that's bad English. Secondly, what am I supposed to do with this? This is unworkable. Ah, the Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is... Paul Skrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... ASM Rod Derail Maddox. Yes, it's a quiet threesome this evening. However, some other familiar faces may appear in later segments. In fact, we're going to kick it off with uh, a special message from Jim. The other black man on the podcast. (laughs) Hey guys, Jim Nelson here. And, well, it's almost upon us. This Friday is the beginning of Anime Boston. And, uh, well, you guys know the drill. I've been going over it the last couple weeks now. Um, Basically, I need questions from you guys. I don't think I've struggled with questions like this ever in um, my journalistic career. But, um, yeah, I am kind of struggling with questions. So I need you guys to help me out. And the best way you can help me out is by coming up with good, and I cannot stress this enough, good questions from uh, for any of my guests. Um, now, the five guests that I'm going to be interviewing, I hope, barring any changes, are going to be Trina Nishimura, who was recently confirmed as the voice of Mikasa in Attack on Titan, Patrick Seitz, also in Attack on Titan, Dai Sato, not on Attack on Titan, he was the director of Eureka 7, Wendy Lee, who is the voice of Faye in Cowboy Bebop, Yoroichi in Bleach, and Angel in Big O, if we want to go for the more obscure reference. And then we have Christina V, who has been in a lot of video games and also in her fair share of anime. Um, my personal favorite role of hers being as Morgiana in Magi. So for those five guests, um, I want you guys to come up with questions, and I'm talking about good questions. Now, what do I mean by good questions? I mean stuff that isn't, you know, what's your favorite role? How did you get started in voice acting? What was your most challenging role? Etc, etc. The stuff that everybody asks at every panel ever, and the stuff that, quite frankly, they are going to be sick of answering, and probably won't be giving too impassioned a response to anyway. I want you guys to get creative, come up with stuff that you have wanted to ask and you know something that is new something that you know people might not have thought of you know maybe not even something about their career maybe something um you know outside their career you know and i'm not talking about just hobbies or anything like that i mean you know get creative and you guys i know are creative guys and you can come up with something that will blow the doors off of somebody and go, wow, what a great question. Remember the Monica Rial interview? That's the kind of emotional response I'm looking for when getting questions from you guys. So get creative, have some fun with this, because, you know, you're asking a 
you're asking somebody in the anime industry, somebody who can really open up and have a lot of fun with you guys. So that's what I'm looking for is, you know, creativity and imagination. Now, where can you send these questions? The questions must be sent either to my Twitter account at 0alucard27, or you can send them to my Toonami email address at jimnelson at toonamifaithful.com. I will be screening these questions when you guys send them to me, so make them good because they do have to pass the test, as it were. Um, If you guys come up with something good, then I will send you an email and let you know that your question has been accepted. If it's not accepted, then I'm not going to send anything um, because it's just going to be too close to AB. Um, the real disappointing thing that I've gotten so far is that um, since I uh, mentioned this last week, nobody has sent me any questions. And that's actually really uh, disappointing and actually kind of sad because I want to get you guys involved with this, but if you guys aren't sending me any questions, then I can't get you guys involved, you know? So, um, so you gotta, you guys gotta make this worth my while. I mean, I, I'm in need of help at this point, and I also want to involve you guys as best I can, but if you guys aren't asking any questions, aren't sending me anything, then I'm sorry, you know? I, I, I'm, I'm not even gonna be asking for you guys' help in the future. So, I don't mean to be like that, but unfortunately, that's just how it has to be. You know, I gotta lay the hammer down, just like I did with One Piece uh, over Twitter last week. You guys only have a couple of days to do this. You have Tuesday and Wednesday, and then until noon on Thursday, because at noontime on Thursday, that's when I have to go into town, and that's when I have to uh, start picking people up from the airport and getting them to the convention center, get them, getting them to the hotel, all kinds of stuff like that. So, um, time is of the essence here. You have to get your questions in, and you have to get them in quickly. Again, the places you can send them to are jimnelson at tsunamifaithful.com via email, or you can send them to me over Twitter at 0alucard27. If there's anything, any concerns you might have about, you know, limitations or anything like that, don't be afraid to send me, uh... Don't be afraid to send me a tweet. Don't be afraid to send me an email. But the general criteria is to get creative, get imaginative with the stuff that you want to ask. I mean, nothing basic. I need to come up with something something good, you know, all kinds of fun stuff like that. I mean, uh, something that helps me, if you guys uh, need a little guidance, is um, I like to look at what people have done, you know, what their roles are, or have been on anime's new animenewsnetwork.com. That's a good place to look and see where, you know, where their career has taken them so far. They might have extra notes, extra notes on there too, and uh, you might even want to check their uh, personal websites because uh, those are usually a pretty good resource as well. So um, that's about it. Those are the tips I've got, and uh, I hope to see you guys come up with something really good, really awesome, and uh, you know fun questions. That does it for me, guys. I will be seeing you guys on the flip side of Anime Boston. Now, um, what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to pay attention to Toonami News, at Toonami News on Twitter, and then also pay attention to my feed, at 0alucard27. 
when I can, I will be posting uh, pictures from the convention on Twitter, and I will also be using uh, my Twitter account as a source of news. I'll be live-tweeting the Anaplex panel, and I will be live-tweeting the Funimation panel. There are no Viz or Sentai panels at Anime Boston this year, unfortunately, uh, just like last year. So uh, those are really the only two industry panels we're going to cover. And then if there's anything else that comes out of the woodwork or anything I can share with you guys, uh, I will be sure to let you guys know. Uh, Aside from that, the big attraction for us is OPP Japan. And for those of you who are going, that is going to be Friday at 4 in panel 302-304. That is on the third floor of the Heinz Convention Center for those of you who are going to Anime Boston. It really matters a lot to us if you guys show up, so that is going to be a lot of fun if you guys are able to come on in. And afterwards, um, if we're not too, too busy, we might be able to say hello to you guys and all kinds of fun stuff like that. So it's not just going to be me, it's going to be Jose, and it's also going to be Greg, Zach, Steve Yurko, and I also believe uh, Doc from the One Piece podcast. So that is going to be an absolute blast. I've been looking forward to this pretty much since the since the panel was confirmed. If you guys want to plan out anything else for your weekend, then the schedule is up for Anime Boston. The event schedule has been up for a few days now, almost a week. And um, the other really, really huge event that is going to be taking place is the Attack on Titan dub premiere. And that is going to be taking place on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. in Hall D. I believe that is on the second floor of the Heinz Convention Center. And it is the second largest exhibition hall in the Heinz Convention Center. So I'm pretty sure that this place is going to fill to capacity. And uh, here's hoping that there's uh, something... Um, something good announced there. I know people are thinking that Attack on Titan is going to be next for Toonami, but um, I have a feeling, if anything, that might be announced. If an announcement for that is forthcoming, it's probably going to be announced at the Funimation panel, which is Saturday afternoon. I hope to see a lot of you guys at Anime Boston. Uh, It's a really huge con. It's a lot of fun. And um, yeah, until then... um, I guess that's it for me until after AB, and then we start the countdown to Momocon. So, um, yeah, I'll be catching you guys on the flip side. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. What would that mean? <laughs> you can just feel the energy in the room. Yes, I oh, can. Oh, no, there's plenty of energy, dude. I got so much energy, I'm going to show you later. Bend over sketch. But oh, I think we'll, before we uh, <laughs> before we get into the space dandy recap, <laughs> I think we need to talk about a certain little anniversary today that we're recording on. Ah yes, well, right now it is March seventeenth, twenty fourteen. Seventeen years. Day. So, not quite legal yet. No, no. Happy anniversary, Toonami! The block of which yes, this podcast is based around. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Tsunami. Next year, you're 18 and you're all mine. Oh, God. Baby. Giggity. <laughs> he is going to fill all those plot holes. 
Oh, baby, am I going to fill those potholes? Oh, Lord. Yes, and uh, so so thanks goes out to Jason DeMarco, obviously, for being in charge of Toonami right now and co-creating Toonami originally. Uh, Same to Sean Akins, who co-created Toonami. Um, He currently isn't involved with it right now, but we need to thank him as well because we would not have Toonami without him. Um, Steve Bloom the voice of Tom that has been doing it for so many years. Thank you for uh, doing that. Um, and Sonny Strait for his Yes, I was going to say that next. Yes. Uh, for being the original Tom, so thank you, Sonny, for doing that. And C. Martin um, Crocker as Multar. Yes, that's <laughs> So You're Dealing with um, a tsunami historian here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so, thank you guys for doing what you do, and continuing in Jason's light, Steve's light for doing the things that you guys are doing. So keep up the work and let's, let's make sure we uh, keep Tsunami on the air for years and years to come. Because yeah, we like to thank the fans too, who have supported Tsunami throughout the years too, especially when it came back. You motherfuckers are fucking great too. You bitches. And you know, (laughs) that was the most like, I don't (laughs) What was that? Was that the king? It was like he was, was saying that... something nice, but he wasn't saying it very nice. <laughs> was that the gangster version of? So like, that's not even a backhanded compliment. It's just, it's its own thing. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I'm getting these motherfuckers props for doing what they need to fucking do, man. Seems a little sundare to me. Yeah. Hey, I believe in being sundry. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Hey, anyway. at least I'm not yandere, okay, bitch. anyways so um i think we have to thank the the one thing i should say though is um you know without without tsunami being on the air we would not have this podcast and we would not have tsunamifaithful.com so i wouldn't have this pleasure knowing these two motherfuckers either yeah put down the alcohol um (laughs) sorry saint Patrick's day yeah. yeah, how many of you people remembered that it was Tsunami's birthday <laughs> on March 17th and didn't remember yeah. it was St. Patrick's Day? That's hilarious. No, see, you know, you know what's really funny, though? Like, you have the people how that we probably... ruin a generation. <laughs> half the people that probably were drinking are like, what the hell is Tsunami? <laughs> Anyways, so... um. Thank you guys for all the years, and hopefully we can all continue to make Toonami as good as we can, because, you know, I think fans, especially, are more into this Toonami now than because of social media, so hopefully we can... It's certainly a more interactive experience. I feel we must give props to Mike Lazo. Yes. Mr. Everyone Thinks Hates Japanese Cartoons. Jammin, I swear to God, if if there's ever if I ever get a chance or I ever meet that man, I'm gonna be like, just five minutes. <laughs> just want to talk to you for five minutes. That's it. Response. That's you I have mean. four. Damn it. Well, I guess I gotta make it count. Three. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll say the magic word. Mike, <laughs> let me buy you a drink. Ten. <laughs> 30 look here no one no one turns down free alcohol man nope <laughs> unless you're fucking aa oh mm-hmm. 
And I'm the type so, of dude that goes up into an AA meeting with alcohol. Alcohol, all right. Oh. <laughs> also, Kim Manning has also helped with Toonami in this revival. Yes. Thank you to Kim because, well, she's the one that – actually, she's the one that suggested the movie week. So hopefully we can do that again because I really enjoyed that. So. Oh, did you, Paul? I did. Yeah. Immensely. Oh, wait, that's too big of a word right now while you're drinking. I'm sorry. Hmm. <laughs> and much and love to Gil and yeah. Brent and Dana and Sarah and who? Oh, man. It's, it's Can't forget fun. the Clydes. Can't forget the Absolution. <laughs> the Intruder. No, I was talking um, about the humans. <laughs> oh, my bad. Can we add Pac-Man in there, too? No. no, but we can add Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. That works for me. <laughs> and thank you, Disney and Microsoft, for sponsoring Toonami. <laughs> <laughs> A little something for Titanfall? A little something for Titanfall? Oh, yeah, I'd like to thank Hot Pockets also. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Hot Pockets commercials on Toonami lately. <laughs> Maybe it's because... They got pulled off the shelf. <laughs> but their money's still good. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, before we get off track, let's get into... I before we get off track. I think we are off track. <laughs> That's what she said. So before thank you we... all involved, and everyone that we don't even know about involved with the Toonami revival and Toonami from the beginning. Yes. Many, many years of quality action entertainment and also stuff like Hamtaro and Wooling Warriors. <laughs> Motherfucker, don't you ever mention those two ever again. <laughs> Admit it. You don't hate that Toonami played Hamtaro. You don't hate it. it gave you an excuse you know to I watch. I would rather deal with Hamtaro. Oh, man. This Hamtaro show. Well, it's on Toonami, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Christian McCord is loving the fact that we're talking about him. Had a dog named Brandy. It was a booze hand. Oh, I knew a... Never mind, I'm not going to even say shit. Just let it go to hell. <laughs> I think it's time to get into the Space Dandy recap. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, that. okay. Alright, let's get into the Space Dandy recap right now. Welcome to Space Dandy Recap, Episode 11, I'm Never Remembering You, Baby. The screenplay was by Toe Enjo, and uh, the animation director was Hiroyuki Ukunu. Spoilerboards were by Atsuchi, thank you, Takahashi. Head writer, as always, is John Bergmeier. Monica Rial is the scriptwriter on this episode, and the ADR director is Zach Bolton. So, uh, let's talk about this episode, because it was really, really good. Yeah, bitch, it was in the library. Yeah, <laughs> that's right up Darrell's alley. Yeah. Fuck all, y'all. I th- I, you know what the sad part is? I thought of Darrell as soon as as that came up. By the way, I'm back, just for this segment. I, I thought we should mention that. And no one gives a fuck. Oh. <laughs> don't don't lie to yourself, Darrell. I've been lying to myself since the day I was born. 
That's just that doesn't help your argument. <laughs> that doesn't help your argument that nobody gives a shit that I'm back. Anyways, um, so this episode starts with a uh, I can't I'm trying to make a seven reference with a what's in, uh, with a what's in a box mystery where they have captured an alien. They have no idea how they did it. They've captured an alien, and if you look at it, you will instantly forget it. And they open the box, and the color scheme for the rest of the episode kind of goes all Sin City on us. Uh, basically, just one kind of primary color is visible, and the rest of the the rest of the screen is basically black and white. And it looks really cool, by the way. And uh, so, what's inside the box is actually a book. They don't remember where the hell it came from. And they try to figure out where it's from, and they realize it's actually from a library. And they go ahead and take it back to this giant planet library and realize that it is uh, the librarian, I guess. <laughs> and uh, the the seeker the of... The grand librarian. Dude. Yeah. The book is actually the librarian. It's like a sentient life form. And during all this, uh, Dr. Jell has is trying to figure out a formula and then he finally does because boobies are the answer to everything. Uh, once he sees them drawn on, on the book and he realizes, I guess something that's going to be important later, but uh, you know, he kind of freaks out and the scientist actually takes a bit of a, a bit of a step up. He kind of steps up and becomes like the commander during this, uh, during this time. And by the end of the episode, uh, you know, the book admits that, like, I ran away and I, I used you guys so I could see and seek out the information I knew about but never had experienced before. And I promised to leave you with something. And they basically find themselves back at the very beginning where they're turning in a box to Scarlet and they say, don't open the box, don't open the box. They open the box and it's actually a video cassette tape uh, or VHS. And as this goes on, the narrator reveals to us that they keep forgetting this as new formats keep coming out, such as the floppy disk and the laser disk. And all these wars keep getting fought, but everybody keeps forgetting about them. And that is a brilliant joke Ed, that a lot of people didn't get. <laughs> Long live Blu-ray. No, something else is coming out better. It should have been beta. That would have been really funny if it was beta, but I think that's a little too obscure. But this is also this is the second time where we've had like old formats referenced in um in Shinichiro Watanabe's work. I mean, there's a whole beta tape episode of uh, Cowboy Bebop if you all remember. Yeah. So what did you guys think before we get into like what did it all mean? I was just surprised that some of y'all motherfuckers that read, dude. <laughs> <laughs> As a librarian. Thought, oh. This this one hit home, dude. Because fuck that. You know what? I am the grand librarian tonight. So you're the Moe book? Hey, what the fuck can I say, dude? <laughs> Moe comes in all forms these days. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. You can read Durrell? Durrell is Moe. Look at tweet, it. Super, tweet it! Tweet <laughs> it! Super Moe Kawaii. Oh, God, I just sounded like such a weeaboo. Anyways. Super um, Moe yes. Kawaii Durrell. Desu. Sean. <laughs> Kun. <laughs> Just adding as many Japanese words as I know. Not even, like two of those weren't even Japanese words. Anyways, uh, but what did you guys think of this episode? Before we all uh, are all super kawaii mode desu over Darrell. So the box, the box. As soon as I saw the box, they're like, what's in the box? the box? What's in the box? I thought it was Reef Witherspoon's oh head. 
dude. Seriously, I thought it was gonna be a damn. It was a one. dilemma. It was the dilemma of Schrodinger's dandy. Yeah. That's 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 a clever like premise though. Like, okay, we caught this alien, but if you look at him, you immediately forget him, or her in this case. I apologize. I I apologize, book. Fuck the book. <laughs> The book is very offended. Like, I guess I could, but, you know, it, it'd be straight. Lead the page is sticky. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, Darrell knows all about the stickiness at the library. Oh, uh, <laughs> seriously, dude, I have gotten books back like that. And, oh, uh, this is God, seriously, wasn't even no, serious. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, this is what we call flow mites. So, oh, God. Okay, okay, stop. Okay, we're going to stop here. So, Ricky devoured some delicious data. (laughs) And then Um, somewhat possessed momentarily. (laughs) So, what about you, Sketch? What did you think about this episode? (sighs) The the thing that I kept thinking of was that episode of Avatar The Last Airbender where they go to the spirit library. I've seen that episode, yes. You didn't see this episode. You don't get to talk. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And that wasn't my pretty typical space dandy. You know, they go adventuring somewhere, weird stuff happens. But the order in which this episode plays out is what's interesting. Well, basically, it's a like kind of like an endless loop because they keep getting introduced to a new format. Oh, no. Endless loops. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you guys get the kind of get the joke that I, I got the joke that was, um, did you guys get it? Yeah. Or no? I got the joke. Because I saw, as we'll get into the Toonami Talkbacks, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are just like, I have no idea what the fuck just happened. <laughs> no, Basically, just... kind of the point of that episode is this... Okay, so this is going to get real deep, and I apologize, everybody. That's I apologize to everybody, that's what she said? No, you <laughs> said you were going to get real deep. That's what she said. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> Said it too late, man. Anyways. Uh, so, as we move on, we always come up with a new format to uh, take down our history. The oldest format we have is the book. But as we move on and we digitize everything, uh, stuff got, gets moved to the internet. We, hit, we replace those with ebooks. Uh, with VHS, we replace that with DVD. We replace that with Blu-ray. We replace that eventually with digital distribution. Uh, and as we go on, we have this false sense of security that the internet will never lose data, that it will always just be there in this kind of way. And basically, that's not really true. Uh, digital data is actually more susceptible to corruption than we give it credit for sometimes. It's actually less safe than keeping stuff on film or VHS tape or anything like that. Remember those geo sites? Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole I, I have a follow a whole blog dedicated to them that archived the whole thing I know I know but I do follow it and uh, basically this this episode's kind of a little bit of a commentary on how we think that we archive everything correctly because we're moving to this digital realm and we just put it up in the cloud and we don't know where the hell it is but it's there and that's not really true. We've lost things, such as GeoCities, like you mentioned, uh, unless people back them up and move them into new places. Or, you know, we have this thing now called the Internet Archive and the and the uh, Wayback Machine and all these products, but they're not perfect. They can't archive everything. It's literally impossible. Um, and the example that comes up to mind 
to show how vulnerable digital data is, is I think of the Toy Story Masters. When Pixar went back to do Toy Story for the 3D, they went back to the original digital file so that all they had to do was add an extra camera. And little did they know is that all the files were corrupted. They had to go back and they didn't reanimate the film, but they had to rebuild a lot of these files. And basically Space Dandy is just like, well, if you had it on film or anything like that, you wouldn't have lost it. Which also isn't true because film burns or whatever. And it's just, it's this kind of endless cycle of cycling through formats that at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because we're always going to lose something. And that's kind of the point of forgetting it so that we can make space and create new things. The The balance is to find out what's what's really important to preserve and um, what's really and what's okay to kind of forget and it's an interesting little commentary i i like the joke at the end of it where we're just going to keep coming up with new formats because we think we can write down our entire history which we just can't it's impossible that's that's kind of the joke that's one a lot of people didn't get that which is fine because a lot of you don't know what the hell books or vhs are and i don't blame (laughs) you because some of you are under the age of 18 dude i'm a fucking librarian so it made perfect sense well you're 31 i'm 20 uh turning 25 we're old we're old as shit (laughs) we know what we know what contemplating the uh probably my dude it's like median age we know what betamax is (laughs) <laughs> you like, went from a dang on 45 to a friggin' 8-track, from an 8-track to a cassette, from a cassette to We know a what CD. vinyls are, and not ironically, we actually know what they are. are. <laughs> <laughs> that which is yes, so Yes, yes, we sad, old. Man. Yes, y'all, we old. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I understand a lot of you being like on your iPad mailing, like, I don't get it. What is this VHS? Dude, it's, when I saw VHS, I was like... I don't like, know what VHS is, <laughs> come on. Well, okay, but people people didn't know what Laserdisc was. Okay, that's... They met, and floppy disk. Does anybody oh, fucking remember those? Dude, I got floppy disks in my floppy dress disks. right now. Do I need to take I a picture a of my floppy disks? Yeah, disc? I got floppy disks. No, we don't need to see your floppy disk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the middle school jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I got a floppy disk, all right? Just wait till I put it in your heart. Okay, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> um, you guys are reminding me of an old story I had in middle school where my um, my professor, we, this was technology class or whatever in middle school, but he had the worst accent. He had, like, the Spanish accent. He just didn't say the S. <laughs> so every time it would just be like, all right, so class, today we're going to take our floppy disks and put them into the compartment. And I just, everybody in the la- class... Cracked up every time. Um, it got, it, yeah, it got, it got to a point where he just stopped saying. He'd just be like, "Put the thing into the compartment," or you know, <laughs> that's no better. <laughs> it's not better, but around a bunch of middle schoolers, but it's better than floppy dick. <laughs> Which is what Paul suffered from. <laughs> I do not, but thank you very much for trying. Whatever, get you some damn Viagra. <laughs> we are talking about discs. That's what we're talking about. Viagra <laughs> yes. is a program. Wink, wink, discs. Wink, wink. Um. Anyways. Okay. Let's. Viagra uh, th- exe. Yeah. So I think oh, we should the way, get I, into I, the uh, tsunami talkback. But I'm sorry, Paul. Go ahead. 
I was like, by the way, I have been drinking, so this should be fun. Oh. I, I have been tired. I'm going to go drink after this and then go to bed. <laughs> well, not only is it Tsunami's birthday as we record, it's... It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, since so. this is the only segment I'm going to be on, happy birthday, Tsunami. Uh, thank you for all the memories, and I love you. Stay gold. Can't wait to see what you come up with next Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. Since you're legal, have a drink. Well, oh shit! No, wait. Tsunami's not legal. No, seventeenth yep. birthday. No, it's seventeenth. The seventeenth yeah. birthday. It's not even on legal. Seventeenth day of the month. You cannot put your floppy dick in that compartment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about, talking that. about that anymore. Well, because you can't, because they don't run floppy disks over at Tsunami. They don't even run Betamax anymore. Jesus, what are you guys thinking about? <laughs> I was talking about technology. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap your head around those people. <laughs> oh, hey, y'all talk about me and the shit I say. I know. And this Fucking was actually, comes back this was actually an episode that was directed towards me of all people, man. I'm supposed to be classing this place up. It's not working. Yeah, fucking Jose comes back and gets dirty again. <laughs> um, but anyways, we probably get into tsunami talkbacks. Um, yeah, that's a good. Yep, one. I, by yes, the way, so all professional. <laughs> by the way, Sketch, you are a smart cookie for putting the Tsunami Talkbacks in the agenda. You're smart. I know. Fucking, you should host the show from now on. Don't, don't, you, don't say that. You won't. You won't. I'm going to come <laughs> back and take the shit over. But, uh, yeah. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hosted for one time. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Anyways. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, that was a decent one. I'm gonna move that on. Is good, that, that is a good description. I'm gonna move on and not state my opinion. Uh, so yeah, you're right. You don't state your fucking opinion. I will never state my opinion on Thank the air. You. Um, <laughs> Phantom Star 162. Well, that was an episode. I agree. Phantom Star was an episode. It forced his ass to read for once and try to figure out what a VHS is. Yeah, we have Google, guys. You can look it up. <laughs> exactly. Because that's what a show should make you do. Look shit up. Siri, what's a VHS? Pretty soon we're not going to know what the fuck Siri is. At <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blue Alexander 93 this episode pleased the Futurama fan in me from start to finish. Bring on more insanity. At Anime Doge, uh, well, that was, a tr- that was kind of a trippy part at the end of Space Dandy, but I still liked it. It was actually the most sobering part. <laughs> that the ending was actually the most sobering part of the entire episode, but uh to each his own. At MXA Ghost. Ooh, the Format Wars, 80 years reference. This show does not care if it does not have continuity. That's why I love it. Actually, the show does have continuity. This episode did have continuity because it was a loop. Motherfucker, you just had to use the fucking logic, didn't you? And well, yeah. We're talking about how each episode doesn't necessarily relate to the last. Actually, someone I saw this on Twitter. Someone did come up with a timeline and said there actually is a continuity to Space Dandy. So uh, they were smoking. In so may well, probably no, no, the, well, no, 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 no. The last. It here's the thing. Um, the theory is that every time they warp it creates a parallel universe because the warp machine is broken. Oh. So every so what when we see them die, it's a parallel universe. 
when we don't see them die, it's the main continuity. I did not uh, come up with that, so uh, I'm sorry I can't give credit to actually came up with that. I didn't come up with that. I came up with it. That wasn't you. Yes, no. it was. No, it wasn't. Damn. Darrell, I love you, but no. Maybe it works <laughs> like that one movie. I heard how you were fussing the... whipped last week. I it forget, couldn't have been a view. I forget the name. Pardon me, man. Uh, I, said it, I said you were pussy whipped last week, so it couldn't have been you. Ah, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know, I'm getting tired of y'all fucking with me about what Michelle said. Y'all better be glad she can get away with saying it. You can't. Yeah, I can. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have a movement going now. <laughs> you don't have a movement. Shut well, up. I, don't I, take the I, I the movement Don't take called... credit for Michelle's thing. <laughs> Dude, I kept that going, so fuck you. <laughs> Michelle kept that going by saying it. Don't take credit for something that didn't you didn't do, okay? Paul has a bowel movement out of the. But that's Paul's favorite thing to do. Yeah, that is Paul's favorite thing to do. <laughs> Why don't Anyways. you take campy and actually drink some alcohol? <laughs> I will later, but um, it's gonna and it's gonna be awesome. Everything um, is awesome. Everything is awesome. At Meowth nine hundred, Space Dandy was awesome. The blushing book weirded me out a bit, though. Dandy charms everyone. At Tarzana, I'm so sorry. Tarzana. Tarzana, there we go. I'm so sorry for mispronouncing your name. B really stepped up. The animation was interesting as well. Completely different feel than past episodes. I don't know what B is. B. Uh, normally B. she drinks on Saturday just like I do. So she. No, no. B is the B is Doctor Gel's sidekick. Oh, B. Yeah, that's right. I I always forget. Hold me close, B. <laughs> no, I'm still giving this as Tarzana being drunk. <laughs> She's just as bad of an alcoholic as I am, if not worse. I Nobody's worse than you. Spell B, but oh yes, there's yeah. I think no, 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 no. That's correct. B E A. Um. So I'm. Uh. I guess that's it. Get the fuck off the podcast. I guess so. Later, guys. Uh. Okay, but before I go, OPP Japan is done. I just finished it a couple of hours ago. Uh, please come out, Anime Boston, uh, this Friday at uh, 4 p.m. Panel Room 302-304. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We put a lot of hard work into it. Uh, thank you for all the support, and uh, we hope to we hope to see you there. I hope you all come out and uh, say hi. And I think that'll end the Space Dandy recap. I can't wait to come back to the show in a couple of weeks. I won't be on next week, but I'll I'll be back soon. Um, I miss you guys. At Anime Boston. Boston. Yep. Uh, well, I, I miss you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for letting me on. And I will see you guys in April. I look forward to it. And we look forward to having you back. Now, get off my podcast. Uh, what? No! <laughs> well, now that we have purged Jose from the podcast, it's time to get into the news. Sweet. I love news. No. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. The 
ratings for March 8th, 2014 are as follows. Space Dandy got 1,276,000. Bleach got 1,257,000. Naruto Shippuden got 1,203,000. One Piece got 1,152,000. Blue Exorcist got 1,072,000. Very impressive for 130. Yes. And apparently we're counting Daylight Savings Time, which averaged the 2 a.m. hour of uh, 996,000. Yeah. Kind of still wondering how that works. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. So technically shouldn't the, what is it? Um, is it Samurai? No, it's not Samurai Jack. It's Naruto. No, it's Soul Eater. Soul Eater. Soul Eater and Naruto. Next. So shouldn't they be higher than what? we have i don't know how it works is that weird that that's really weird but anyways continue i'm sorry soul eater got eight hundred and eighty six thousand. naruto got nine hundred and twenty nine thousand in an uptick there was no ghost in the shell or full metal alchemist brotherhood because it was daylight savings time adjustments samurai jack followed naruto with seven hundred and ninety nine thousand. IGPX got 704,000, Star Wars The Clone Wars 761,000, and we finish off the night with Symbionic Titan with 636,000. Delightful to note that Toonami's programming won several demographics that week. Well, and one thing that's that's really interesting too is I'm guessing that's when the majority of schools were off. So it shows that there's a very high interest in Toonami, which is a good thing. So when school comes out, we'll probably see at least four, three to five shows being at least over a million, which is good. It's a strong possibility that it will be a good summer. Yes. Yeah, I think some of y'all motherfuckers got scared of Jim, too. <laughs> <laughs> podcast came out slightly before these ratings so but he did complain as soon as we got the ratings from the previous weeks yeah i know so it was kind of funny it was i think i was the one that said that on twitter i was like we put the fear of jim in you yes <laughs> which was hilarious and everybody started retweeting that yes if you want to get some shit done just let jim talk for a second yeah that get you on ass right, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. See, it takes a black man to get all of you guys to do stuff. <laughs> oh, gosh, now you're doing it, too. <laughs> what can I say, man? Jim is a very effective and persuasive black man. And Darrell is a very bad influence on me. Anyways. <laughs> Ready, yo. Well, needless to say, <laughs> kind of curb stomped last year. That's okay. Yes, we did. That's, it's that's not like one. the ratings last year were bad. These are no, they weren't at all. Just, no, we just did better this year, and that's good. Leading off the time frame at eleven thirty is the Boondocks with one million one hundred thirty-one thousand. Following that, Toonami began with Bleach with one million thirty-six thousand, Naruto one million one thousand, Soul Eater 
898,000. Thundercats, 756,000. Boo. Nothing listed for Daylight Savings Time. Tenchimuyo GXP came in with 576,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 525,000. First Cowboy Bebop, 504,000. Cowboy Bebop, 484,000. Inuyasha, 449,000. And Inuyasha finished off the night with 441,000. Yeah, that's really weird, though, to, to see, like... It seems like last year, Daylight Saving Time screwed us over, and this year, it yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. That, I, I don't know. You know. People just protesting that Eureka 7 and Symbiotic Titan weren't on. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, I remember that from last year. Like, people were so pissed about that, too. Yeah, okay. yeah they were not happy. Look at the differences from last week. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, from last week. We're not even like look at that. It, 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 Ooh, three hundred and sixty-one thousand yeah. from the last episode of One Piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh boy, it's been a while biggest... since One Piece cracked a million. It feels good. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it always feels good. Cracked one point one million. Even better. <laughs> yeah, this is what I like to see. You know. Oh yeah, I, the, I, I the numbers, the drop off is pretty minimal. The numbers don't lie. No, and, and I think that's – even though it is just one week, the one thing that we have to take into account is, again, schools were off, and the majority of those schools being off made these ratings as high as they are, at least in my opinion. So, it's a valid I, theory. I, I think I, – I honestly think that the summer should be good for Toonami, which, you know, I'm hoping that a certain show <coughs> it's picked up uh, – <laughs> And we get that on during the fall, which would be awesome, because, and I and I, I kind of the Japanese name might have been better for coughing. doing each other goddamn prostate exams now. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Turn your head and cough. Exactly. <laughs> We've Maybe corrupted check hernia, baby. Well, we've corrupted sketch way too much. <laughs> yes, I know. I'll, yeah, so bad. good ratings. Let's get into trending. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we moving on, sketch? What the hell? <laughs> we were having such a great moment there. Anyways, um, a little too campy. Oh, <laughs> hey, it goes along with the episode. Anyways, it looks like, and if I'm I'm just going to double check this real quick because I don't want to say this and be wrong. Actually, no, I am wrong. I was going to say we had a perfect trending night, but Ghost in the Shell is not. So for U.S. trends this week on Twitter, we had Toonami and hashtag Toonami, which trended. Uh, Black Lagoon, which trended uh, during Bleach because obviously, well, the promo was during Bleach. Um, Space Dandy, Bleach, Naruto Shippuden, Sakura during Naruto Shippuden. Most useless bitch on Naruto. Oh, God. Anyways, um, One Piece, Blue Exorcist, um, Soul Eater, both hashtag and regular, trended. Uh, Naruto, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Samurai Jack, hashtag and non-hashtag, both trended in the U.S. Uh, Star Wars, just just Star Wars, trended. And then uh, Symbionic Titan also trended to end the night uh we didn't have it looks like ghost in the shell was the one that didn't trend this week yeah no paul i'm starting to think that that last leg when symbionic titan didn't trend was just because we were trying to trend symbionic titan s2 
trended. I, I thought we trended S two. Oh, it did a couple of times. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it could be. It could be what it is, but there are. It does seem like a lot of people are interested in another season of it, which is weird because the first time that we had a petition out for it, people. I mean, people signed up, but it, it is kind of weird. The first time people are seeing the show is at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, um, moving on to worldwide trends: uh, Black Lagoon trended worldwide, uh, Soul Eater, no hashtag, and uh, Samurai Jack, no hashtag, trended as well. Um, let's see: mobile app trends, which is something that you can only see on the Twitter app on your phone. Um, Tsunami and hashtag Tsunami trended. Um, Black Lagoon, Bleach, Naruto Shippuden, Soul Eater without a hashtag, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Samurai Jack without a hashtag. And those are all the trends on Twitter this week. Huh. Lots of stuff without hashtags. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I guess it's because a lot of people don't really, you know, hashtag things. They just are timing, oh, this episode of Soul Eater, it's the last one, it's pretty good. It's weird. Twitter has actually improved themselves, so where when somebody says Soul Eater, it actually comes out to be the hashtag too. So I, I guess it works, but it's better just to do the the hashtag just so that way we can trend things because it's you never know with Twitter. One night it's it's working, the next night it's not. So <laughs> yeah, Twitter sometimes has a period more than once. Oh God, shut the fuck up, Paul, and just deal with it. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like Soul Eater was one of their most consistently trending shows. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I really love that. Soul Eater, though, man. Yeah, a lot of the weeks when other shows unfortunately did not trend, Soul Eater it, plowed Soul on Eater through. Was on his P's and Q's for uh, pretty much a whole year. <laughs> and sadly, it's over with. Yes. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, so we had his Black Lagoon promo. We sure did. Oh, yeah. And it was kick-ass. Yes, it was. So, so sexy. Um, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sketch, but Jason wrote this one. I believe I saw him say that on his Twitter account, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe? Well, anyways, I, I believe Jason did write this promo, so... If you guys want to check it out, it's on ToonamiFaithful.com right now. Um, it's one of the top um, posts right now, so you shouldn't have to go to another page to see it. So, I would have to say this is probably one of their best promos since the revival. I'm trying to think. There, there was one that I really, really liked, but I have to go back and look. I, I said I, one I could, of, not the um, best. Well, yes, it is one of the best. I'm just saying like, there was one that... that I really was just like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, they pretty much perfectly summed up what the show is about. True. And jam-packed it with exciting moments. Can I ask a stupid question? When don't you, you might get a stupid question? answer. Um, <laughs> and this is more of a Jose-esque question, but I guess since he was on, we might as well ask a, a Jose-esque question. Um, is Black Lagoon in HD? Hmm. I mean, it, it, I, maybe I'm hallucinating, but I think the promo actually looked like it was in HD, but I I'm not sure. I think that they have... Yeah, oh, yeah, it came out on Blu-ray. It's on Blu-ray, so, so it, it might as well be HD. There must... Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see if it needs to be 
like stretched or anything. No, it shouldn't. Because I don't know. It I'm pretty be. sure it was animated Shut up, Darrell. in widescreen. <laughs> it was animated in widescreen, wasn't it, Darrell? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we should be okay. Yeah, it's not four by three. I mean, I love Thank Black Lagoon, man. So. Oh yeah, speaking of Black Lagoon, I hope most of you motherfuckers have got your rum, Bacardi, if you like it. <laughs> Because we're going to drink, motherfuckers. You're going to go <laughs> shot for shot, like they said in the promo. Oh, Lord. And and here's here's the funny Talk thing. Don't, don't encourage you. drinking games. Oh, God. I was waiting for you to say that, too, because fucking Arthur put that up on his Twitter account. And I was like, <laughs> don't fucking say that. Don't say that. Because you know damn well he's going to do it. I'm like, oh. Oh, it's over with, baby. Oh, God. We're so fucked. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Trust me, man. I got my shot glasses ready, dude. I even got a damn shooter, man. I wonder, how many, shot. I wonder how many people are going to die at 2 a.m. because they're going along with Jarrell's drinking games. <laughs> Look here. <laughs> this is the claim. Disclaimer. Once you make it to your limit, do not drink beyond that because you are a mere <laughs> mortal. You are not a... Wait, wait, wait. Who's... Darrell has a disclaimer. Hmm. Darrell has a disclaimer. Darrell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darrell doesn't want to get sued. <laughs> Darrell doesn't want to no... get sued. Ooh. Hell, I ain't got no money, so shit. What you gonna get? Some food stamps? You ain't got no money. <laughs> shit, hell, you might only thing gonna get us a few DVDs and a sword. I might give up a bullet. You give nothing back but bullets. Hey, pretty much. But all I'm just saying is, pace yourself, folks. Do not try to do what I do, because I am not a mere mortal. I have years and years of drinking experience. In the military. <laughs> Damn right. Right. All right, and then we have one little small news story as well. I, I guess, because the only reason I say it's small is because we don't really have official, official confirmation of this yeah somewhere sometime watanabe said that space dandy is indeed 26 episodes right um we don't see the problem is is it was it it came across twitter i want to say a couple days ago and there wasn't really like a link to any like interview or anything so it it was kind of one of those things where we're just like okay uh, and and i and i asked the guy because there's i can't remember what his name is but he's part of anime news network and i he was talking to somebody and i i, I tweeted that person and i said you know do you have a link to like the interview or anything and he said well if you're looking for official confirmation it'll probably come from if there's some con that's going to be going on overseas there in japan i guess so and there's supposed to be a Space Dandy panel there, too. So apparently we will get some kind of official word at some point from Japan. So uh, once we know about that, um, we'll probably get it from Anime News Network, to be honest with you. But uh, once we know about that, we will report that immediately to you guys. So so I guess like, we don't officially know if it's 26 episodes. We still. don't officially officially know, but we unofficially yeah. officially know. Right. <laughs> unofficially. <laughs> How confusing is that? Not as confusing I, as I Space do. Dandy. <laughs> no continuity. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the news. I think it's time to get into a couple topics here. So our topic for this episode 
is saying farewell to Soul Eater. Yay, Soul Eater Yay. is now gone. I'm going to miss you. As were many. Yes. I feel like this, you know, Naruto was a big get, but in 2013, when Toonami was really gaining steam, they picked up Soul Eater and people suddenly realized, oh man, they're going to get some great shows. Yep. Felt like a bit of a turning point. Yes. Towards grander pickups, which is, honestly, it just keeps getting better and better and better. Which it does, yeah. Soul Eater's been there for a year, keeping things steady, keeping things interesting. Fools! And we must give many props to it for holding down the fort. Yes. Indeed. TunamiFaithful.com salutes you, Soul Eater. And and it's kind of funny because, you know, you look at Soul Eater, and it's not only has it been out for two years before it came out onto Tsunami, but it's also been on Netflix this whole time. For it to do the viewership that it has is pretty goddamn good. Yeah, especially early on. Yeah. Yeah, it had a nice little mix of action, comedy. You know, Blackstar being a goddamn ADD retard at times. And Subaki dealing with his ass. There's a little something for everybody in Soul Eater. Yeah, Pretty much. It was, a, it was a really good anime. I, I really did enjoy that anime. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, the ending, I was kind of like... Eh, the like, ending is... Eh. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, one of the highlights was watching um, Black Star get kicked in the balls by the little witch, man. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I was weak as hell, man, when she did that. Well, it was definitely... It, it, I mean, it, the last episode was not entirely bad, but it was just like, you sat there and you went, okay, action, action, awesome, great, and then, okay, so that's how you defeated him? Eh. Go on, I guess? I don't know. I'm uh, you know. <laughs> Pulling an ending out of their ass. Anticlimactic there a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Supposedly the manga ends far worse, which is unfortunate. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, (laughs) And I hate to say this, but like the end of like season two for Sword Online was a lot better than that ending, and I was just like, "Oh wow, that's not good." Shots fired. (laughs) Let's not go there, buddy. I I hate to say that, but like like that. And, and I have to defend Colt, too, because I know some people have ragged on him about saying, oh, the bad guy in, in Sword Art Online was better than this bad guy. I, I, let's put it this way. Nobody's going to beat a bad guy that's trying to molest a 14-year-old girl. I'm sorry, but nobody's going to beat a bad guy that's that way. And what I mean by that is, is no other bad guy that's You're not going to hate this. This guy's yeah. going to turn everybody crazy, but he's not that right. evil. I mean, at least he's not molesting yeah. somebody. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the I one don't know. Leader, he's going to touch inappropriately. When he said, uh, Ashura said, I'm not evil. Yes, I was going to bring that up. You like, read my mind. You're not? You seem yeah. pretty evil. Like, that was really weird. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. So, because you're good inside, you have a part of you that's good, you can defeat her? It's just like, huh? I'm like, that doesn't, I'm like, that that seems like a contrived reason why that other attack won't work on him. Yeah, exactly. Ashura was fucking bipolar, man. That's all it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it boils down to. Suddenly, I'm afraid. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why? Oh and then God. all the dramatic Japanese <laughs> words. Yeah. Afraid. Let's not focus <laughs> on the questionable ending. Let's let's talk about the good stuff in Soul Eater. <laughs> oh yeah, well you gotta look at uh what was yeah. Mifune's um the samurai guy, Mifune, his yeah. um imminent blade attack dude, oh, that man, shit was off the chain. Lots of good fights I was in Soul just, Eater. I was like, man, that right yeah, there. there was a lot of like Justin definitely... fighting that guy that had the chainsaw body. Oh yeah, How sweet. the golem using dude and stuff. Well, we got kind of tired about... of them facing off with each other because they're just kind of like, oh, we're fighting again. <laughs> and it's so one side. It was so one sided though, yeah. man. Every time it was one sided. <laughs> Justin's all like, and then you, you got know, the dude that's hooked on freaking and you're still fighting me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Run along. Be gone. Well, how about um, how about like Blackstar finally like being able to wield. His uh, his weapon the right way. The enchanted blade, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. He finally mastered Subaki all the way. <laughs> I will say, like, I, I kind of liked I liked Death the Kid a lot better when he started to become serious because for a while there, when he was sitting there going, "Oh, everything's got to be symmetrical, everything's got to be in order," and I'm just yeah, like, he was OCD. What you expect? I know, but I'm sitting there going. I don't know if I can like this character. And then he started to get like really because serious I like my about books it. in order doesn't mean I'm CDO. Well, he started <laughs> cash on delivery. Oh God! Well, he started to get, you know, serious, and as it went on, I was like, "Oh, this guy's awesome." And then he and went and became a detective, and that was interesting. Yes, he did. Which was it was towards the middle and up to that end, the last episode. He I mean, was that very was very suspicious of his father. Yes, he was, and it, and he was very. It was very action packed. The series through there which i i really love action in an anime i don't like just sitting there i hate to use dragon ball z and have everybody attack me but <laughs> yeah there but, was a lot more action than talk in this show yeah i mean well, there it, was plenty of philosophical talking moments but it balanced it, out it wasn't nicely. too bad yeah it wasn't too bad though you know you got it when you needed it though yeah true and none of the fights lasted like five episodes or more <laughs> Again, the un- the original Dragon Ball okay, Z. Okay, that's not Jesus true. I Christ. think the final fight did last five episodes. <laughs> or thereabouts. Well, <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah, yeah, but at least there was, there was you know... There were layers to that fight. It wasn't just one person fighting one other person. Right. It wasn't Namek. Yes. <laughs> exactly. How long did it take Namek to blow you, up? I love About you, a month. <laughs> five minutes, apparently. Yes. That was a long-ass five minutes, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Soul Eater, to me, if I had to rate it, if I had to give it a rating, because, you know, we do have Geeky, obviously. Um, if I were to give it a rating, I would probably say... Uh, you know, I'm probably going to go with, like... Probably thinking eight point five, bitch. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking. It's like eight point five. <laughs> to be honest with you, stop reading my fucking mind, Darrell. <laughs> no. God, why the fuck did you? Never mind. I don't even want to know. Yeah, I would give it like a. I would give it an eight point five. It was. It was good. I can't give it like. I can't quite give it a nine, but 
overall, the whole series was really, really good. It's nowhere near sort of <laughs> which really was <sighs> but the difference is we spent all that time talking about sword art online and we were just kind of like up oh, soul leaders on it's good <laughs> it's true yeah <laughs> i mean that, see that's the thing like that was that was definitely better than sword art soul eater was definitely a, a better anime series than sword art people can yell at me and scream at me i will say honestly of all the shows that toonami has aired thus far that have been taken off soul eater is probably the only show that i think is worth playing again i would agree with that i agree with that also you know yes. besides the ones that are gonna cycle back like big o and flco right and symbionic titans back on currently i would definitely you know that See, that's that's one of the things that I've been trying to bring up a little bit more as we go on. We'll probably talk about this more next week, but you know, I'd, I'd like to see Adult Swim pick up some licenses, extended licenses, like with Cowboy Bebop and that, like they've had before, where it's like you have it for like 12, 13 years or whatever. Yeah, but you can't have your cake and eat it too, which is, by the way, a terrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so why'd you use it? Mean, you got cake? Because it's the only one I can think of at the time. Oh, but, well, I mean, it is think about it. Who, who, who doesn't eat the cake that they have? And how can you oh. eat the cake if you don't have it? <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure it's that like there's some reason why that came out, but I was... But I'll talk about that. I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more. But the problem podcast. is, gotta have money for more shows. And if you get extended licenses, then you have less money for more shows. True, but, you know, we're getting into this kind of time now where we're running... Like, for example, Inuyasha all of a sudden, and I'm kind of surprised it was like all of a sudden they lost the rights to it, you know. And, uh, you know, for me, I would feel, and again, I'm not working there, so this is just my opinion. But, you know, if I would feel a little bit better if they had maybe one or two more series that they could just pull out of the, the hat, so to speak. I mean, yeah, they got Samurai Jack. Yeah, I, I assume IGPX is theirs for as long as they want it. Um, Ghost in the Shell is theirs, no matter what. Season 2 of Big O is theirs. Symbiotic Titan is theirs. Um, Space Dandy is theirs, I assume, for a long period of time. Yeah, they're pretty good for the moment. I mean, a bit less so since they lost Inuyasha, but they still have enough shows to fill all the slots without bringing back FSL or Big O yet. I kind of wish we could bring back series like um, Soul Eater for another run because you know i i think if it if it did well and it and well i mean a a series like that shouldn't cost as much though you would think and that depends and also if it did well in their terms that can affect the price oh that's true but there again like i said it's been on netflix this whole time so you know you could you could sit there and argue well yeah it did well but you have it on Netflix, <laughs> you know? So it's just like, well, why would I pay more money when it's been on Netflix and it's still going to be on Netflix? You know what I mean? Well, because then the argument let, is it could still do well, even though it's on Netflix. Well, where are you going to put it other than Tsunami though? Funimation channel. <laughs> Again, where are you going to put it other than <laughs> Tsunami? Well, that doesn't really matter. It's not about competing with other networks. It's about, what the show is worth. Yeah, and, uh, and what I'm saying to you, though, is Soul Eater has been out for, let's say... It's been out least, in the U.S. since 2010. 
Right. So now it's been out for at least four years now. For an anime that's been out for four years, you should be able to get that for a cheaper price than something like Jormungand, for example. Jormungand just came out. Oh, that's certainly true. But, you know what I mean? You know, first of all, Toonami's kind of made a point of not playing things more than once if they don't have to. Oh, true. True. But, you know, we were just bringing up the point that if there was any anime that we would yes, want to bring back, true. it would be so I mean, a bit, and I'm just, I'm just saying, like, to that an would extent, be... Dead Man Wonderland would have been nice to see a second time since it was short. But Soul right. Eater, really, the only thing that they've played that they don't have access to all the time that seems right. like it'd be worth bringing back. I would it agree. Would with be that. worth bringing back, man. It was yeah. just actually good. Yeah, and it lasts a year. True. Exactly. But I'd really I mean, rather see them really pick up money. more really other shows that they haven't played yet. True. But, you know, there again, we don't know. Again, that's one of those unknowns that we don't know. We don't know what their budget is. Because remember, and we can see this, obviously. Yeah, because we definitely don't know promo. what the budget is. Right. We, we see, like, a Space Dandy promo every single week. So you have to assume that most of the money that they're using is for Space Dandy. So we don't know... What other money besides that show they have to go, okay, we're going to go get this said show. You know what I mean? And I love how this conversation turned into something different. Now, mind you, if see, Soul Eater is 51 episodes. So they right. could probably get a 26-episode show they haven't played before for cheaper. It won't last as long, but it doesn't have to. That's still six I, I months. Could think of, I could think of one they could put at 230 that I've reviewed that I keep saying they should put on. And I'm not talking about Jormungand either. We know what you're <laughs> talking about, Paul. Okay, well, I'm not going to mention it then. Yeah, Paul's talking about Ruby, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he was? Oh, man, do you do you realize how many people would jump all over me if I meant that? Oh, oh don't worry about it. I'm going to probably get somebody to say some shit after they hear this. <laughs> probably. <laughs> But then again, when do I ever get one? I don't know. I mean, like, I that's probably been, you know, what? to think about it, actually, I think besides, obviously, you know, Naruto, One Piece, um, well, Naruto shipping it now, too. That's probably going to be, actually, they only had the first 50 episodes of Naruto. So this is going to be the longest, besides those ones, the longest running anime on Tsunami. Yeah. For well, series basically. You there's Bleach too, but well, yeah, Bleach is going to end, which we don't want to really yeah. talk about that. Which yeah, I'm sad that Bleach is coming to an end. But... Which I'm, I'm kind did of... play over a hundred episodes. Oh, that's true. That is true. But as far yeah, as like fresh same. pickups go, yes, Soul Eater has been the largest commitments. With the exception right. of One Piece and Naruto Shippuden. Right. But the thing is, it's just like, you know, they pull some hat tricks out, man. And that's the greatest thing ever, dude. I hate to not, I hate to make the side note here and go away from Soul Eater for a minute, but, you know, that's why I'm kind of hoping that we get some kind of announcement at Anime Boston. I don't, you know, it, I've, yes, I've been saying, oh, I wish, I hope Attack on Titan gets announced for Toonami this we weekend. We all hope Attack on Titan gets announced for Toonami right. this weekend. But, I'm going to be honest with you, like, I wouldn't mind if it was something else either, you know, I, 
If Fizz announced something at Anime Boston? I mean, uh, Psychopaths, I don't know. I think that would be too expensive. Well, you know what a lot of people want to see on Toonami anyway. What's that? They want to see Fairy Tale, man. I mean, I really do hear people say they want to see Fairy Tale on Toonami. Well, there again, I mean. But you know, Fairy Tale would cost though. I, you know, I, I I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like my, one of my theories has always been that Fairy Tale would be probably a series that they would bring in after Bleach came off the air because then you don't have all these series that are long running. We, we talk about, like, there there are some Three fans out there. Three series that are over 100 episodes running at the same time is plenty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there, there are a lot of fans out there that do say that, you know, oh, they have too many shonen animes on there. And, I mean, it, it's, it's becoming a lower number because people are understanding that you need to have those animes in order to get the ratings to get those other series, exactly. which is good. But and the thing about Shonen is it runs for a long time, and right. if and it's good, tale. you're gonna get a following. And Fairy Tale is a long series, so you know that in that regard, I would like to see that come to Toonami once Bleach is off, and maybe we will get that. You know? Oh man, fuck it, man. We just gonna play Ishield Twenty One. Ha! I wish. <laughs> Except the only thing that's been dubbed of that was, was not good. <laughs> it was not. That's the reason why I mentioned it, dude. It's it was just funny to say. You know, and there's always I crunchy would, roll. To be honest with you, and I don't know if you how you guys feel about this, but I wouldn't mind if they took One Piece and moved it up to where Bleach was, and then put fuck like Fairy Tale there. Ooh, you're asking me if I want to put One Piece, the second show on the block. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> oh yeah, just 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 tell me how you really feel, Sketch. I, I think that's I uh, flying too close that. to the sun, unfortunately. Damn right, Icarus. Oh. <laughs> Well, you know, and again, we don't... Also, see, I like One Piece at One. One Piece at One. It makes sense. One Piece at One brings out the tongue. But if it moves <laughs> to 130... I'll kill you. I'll live. You know, I, I was going to... You know, that, that brings up a good point, though. Got a little Drell, worried like, there earlier this <laughs> Not too worried, but still. What a relief. You know, the one thing that I was... That I, that I just thought about, too, is... We don't know, like, if Bleach would be completely taken off... Or if maybe they have something is mm, yes, maybe... there is the possibility that Bleach will stick around for yes, we... right? I mean, you don't and... just take your number two show off entirely, right? That seems a bit foolhardy unless they can't afford it. Right. So, well, let's see what happens with Bleach. You know, we we don't know we don't know if that's going to do anything yet. You know, we don't know if if it's move in or. If it's going to just completely leave, you know. I don't so, think it'll be no, early in the block if they be, stick around. Oh no, it uh, it's gonna be probably moved down, you know, way later. Yeah, like at least two a.m. depending on what they have. I would probably say three o'clock, man. <laughs> uh, just being honest, now, I'm a nice bleach spot. fan. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a bleach fan, man. But seriously, like two thirty slot when they could probably have something newer, they would probably put bleach at the two mm-hmm. at the three o'clock slot. Well, we'll see. I mean, again, we don't we don't know exactly what's going on behind the scenes, you know. No, it's just speculation on our part, man. Plus, there is the possibility that the uh, original Naruto might proceed beyond episode fifty-two. Yeah, then Jason kind of mentioned that they would probably get more episodes or something. I'm trying to remember. I'm, no, they, I don't they think said so. It. But it's always they a possibility. It. Yeah. 
I don't think they will because they have Shimpeden now. But and personally, you know, I feel like they would prioritize airing more of the original Naruto over getting another long shonen. But maybe I'm just reading that wrong. It's okay. We all read wrong sometimes. It's just <laughs> called being illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm illiterate, Nami fan. <laughs> My <laughs> name Buford A. B. Bubba Jenkins. Agmar Shabazz, and I clean myself with a okay, now we stop. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Back to education mode. Since so, we're I mean, contemplating well, it, what they can do with the schedule when something changes, well, chances are Space Dandy won't plow through episode 14 onward, so might be looking at a break coming up. Well, see, that you know, that's, that's a good thing that we're talking about that, because if... if Space Dandy is going to take a break. We will know in the next, you know, this week or next week. Yeah. They're usually pretty good about that because if you remember with Bleach, when Bleach was going into That's reruns. That's true. They do tend to mention when a show stays where it is and moves to reruns. Right. So don't be surprised if you see something this week or next. If we don't, then obviously, you know, they're just going to continue. So we'll see. I don't know if they'd actually have the episodes done by now. I... Because they're working on them now, but I don't know if they'd be done by now. I, I've had... I, I'm not going to mention any names, but from what I can what I can say, that I, I know I can say this because of certain things, but what I can definitely say is that they are, at the moment, working on recording more episodes of Space Dandy, and they currently are. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprising to me if, you know, episode 14, episode 15, episode 16 is already done. It wouldn't surprise me that much. Now, as to any other information I have, I don't have any other information, so don't ask me. And well, that way, would certainly be interesting if we got it months before Japan. I don't think so. I mean, I, I think that there, this is one of those important things that's moving along. Well, what I'm saying is it's losing its time slot in Japan. Really? Yeah. So does it that mean that move. it's... It certainly could move. That is something that, does that, mean that, it's that uh, Watanabe well shows occasionally do. Does, does that mean it's not doing well over there? Or? No, that just means that they didn't intend to proceed past episode 13 yet. The Japanese are kind of complicated on how they execute things at times, dude. Yeah, they do whatever they can to make sure they don't lose their time slot. So chances are they plan on bringing back Space Dandy once that slot is open again. Right. Well, you know what? You, you might be right, to be honest with you. You know, it maybe we do have the episodes before they're even shown in Japan. It's not unheard of, but it so, is a bit unheard of regarding shows that aren't hacked to bits. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, this is definitely a show that we... I mean, this is a first for an anime. You know, we don't... This has never happened, so we'll see what happens, you know? Adult Swim has put money into this. Funimation has put money into this. So, who knows? We might get all the episodes before Japan does, so... And we have to bring up light, too, that there's a Space Dandy 2. I mean, we don't know if that means that that's included with the 26th. Well, no, no, no. Hang on now. Hang on now. Get on. What I have said regarding Space Dandy 2 is not concrete in the least. So no, don't don't say that. But 
Don't said, quote Ozone. heard something along the lines of it being renewed. Along with when they were talking about, um, when they were talking about, uh, what was it? The first season being 26 Him episodes. Yeah. There was something also about that Space Dandy got renewed, which I assume means Space Dandy 2, because that was a rumor too as well. So, but again, this is nothing confirmed, and I guess I should say that because people hmm. take everything that we say. Well, how great would it be if we got more than 26 episodes of Space Dandy? <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> So we'll see what happens. And, you know, there's always that possibility, and I hope they don't do it right this moment either, is um, Adult Swim at the end of this month is expanding to 8 o'clock. And, you know, that does leave the opening on Saturday night for an extra show for Toonami, but we don't know if that's going to ever happen. And I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But there again, I, I you know, it really depends on, in my opinion at least, if we get Attack on Titan, I think that'll definitely that would definitely be eleven o'clock slot. But you know, <laughs> we need more shows. <laughs> so. we need more shows or want more shows? Both. <laughs> Both. Yes. Well, we certainly yeah. want more shows. Yes, but I, I think we got quite a nice lineup. We do. I, I would like to, and I'll be honest with you, like the plan on putting those those uh, Cartoon Network isk shows at the bottom of the block has been doing wonders for the ratings down there. So, you know, let's, let's keep that going. Down <laughs> and <there>. people, <laughs> if you don't like those shows, you can go to bed. Exactly. Just like what you, you complaining about. Exactly. <laughs> I cannot understand people complaining about shows that are on at four in the morning. Either yeah. you watch them or you go to bed. Right. Or you do like me. Or if you're a night owl, you find something else to do. <laughs> oh, I can find a lot of things to do. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Put the beer down, okay? Dude, I ain't like, drinking no damn beer. Like, drinking whiskey tonight. It's not oh, like God. Samurai Jack and Star Wars are in the middle of your bleach and Naruto's. <laughs> exactly. So. I mean, oh, well, note that, I said hey. Naruto's because there's two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? We can't forget either. You know, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, whenever that's going to expire, too. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> that might <laughs> we be make another it that... case when they have to pull the rights mid-run. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. They are holding on to that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that was that might have been another one of those long deals that they made when it was Adult Swim action. and they Oh, just... yeah, it was. So... We'll see what happens. Hopefully, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Full Metal Alchemist, but I, I would rather see a new show than Full Metal Alchemist again and again and again. I wouldn't mind seeing Baka, though. But doggone it, Full Metal Alchemist still pulls in the rings. Yeah. <laughs> and at 3.30 in the morning, you can do worse. Bakuno would be great. Oh, yeah, man. I would love to see Bakuno. Ooh, a side note, which we probably should have mentioned in the news, Durarara's getting another series. Oh, God. Yeah, I heard stop? that, man. Will you stop reading my mind sketch? I had that, and I was going to say something. Jesus. Yeah. Who cares about your mind, Paul? This is more interesting when sketch says it. Shut up. Sadly. Uh, yes, ma'am. This pains me, because I would have rather had more Bacchano. But. I know, right? Durarara has some interesting concepts. That say, the line. say the line. Say the line. Say the line. Say what line? 
You know the mind. The Thank conduct is dead, and his pants are ruined! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's an inside joke with you know. <laughs> yeah, Joel. Our close personal that. friend. Of course. Bury me in Alabama. All right, I think we've... <laughs> I think we've we're done here. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done here. So, um... Housekeeping, Paul. Housekeeping. Oh, would you like me to do the housekeeping? Always. <laughs> oh, why, thank you. All right, so... We have a couple cons coming up, so as usual, if you guys want to help us out in any way that you possibly can, um, the first way that you can help us is tommyfaithful.com slash donate. Uh, donate whatever you can to us, um... Again, you don't get anything for doing that. Um, you know, again, that might change in the future, depending upon certain things. So we will see if maybe we can do something different with that. Um, also, if you guys want to, you know, show everybody off, show off that you like the Tsunami Faithful podcast, you could always get a shirt. Uh, we have those in medium, large, and extra large, and you can buy those at tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com/slash/merch. Uh, and they are only $10 right now, so get your shirt now and support the podcast. And again, if you guys want like a small or a size larger than extra large, let me know. And, uh, you know, I can make smaller orders if I need to. So. And soon we will be getting alternative colors at some point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's more expensive to get other colors. So. Um, what you trying to say, man? You're not down with black? Anyways, you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr at TsunamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. And as always, if you've missed an episode of the podcast or you've missed a an exclusive that we've done with a voice actor or actress, you can find all those episodes and exclusives on podcast.tsunamifaithful.com. And I think it's time to sign off. So, Darrell, I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, most wise and merciful Mr. Skit. <laughs> well, anyway, you motherfuckers Don't can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com, or you can tumble with me at Ukami Samurai 7.tumblr.com. Oh, yeah, I also have an Ask FM account that's Ask FM. Ask.fm Ukami75. And also, if you want to send me hate mail, which you bitches ain't going to do anyway, that's on derailmatics at tsunamifaithful.com. Nobody cares about your ask.fm. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> Anyways, sketch. I'll allow it. <laughs> Is that going to be your line now? I'll allow it. Motherfucker, thank you, Mills Lane and Fund shit. It. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is this? Celebrity, Celebrity death, death match? Fund it. <laughs> Best way to follow me is on Twitter, at Sketch1984. You can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash Sketch1984. Nobody's asking me questions anymore. What happened? I mean, I got some you know weird ones, but I'm getting kind you of know, lonely. You know, it's really weird. Because, and I, I don't know if you get this too, Sketch, but, like, I'll say, hey, you can ask me questions today. Nobody will ask me questions. And then all of a sudden, like, on a random day, I'll get, like, 50 questions. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you cannot control the questions, Paul. 
Apparently not. <laughs> you can also tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com, and send me all of your comments and requests and hate mail to sketch at tsunamifaithful.com. Okay. I guess it's time for me. I'll allow it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. My last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O-O. Shut up, Darrell. Um, you can tumble with me on Tumblr. It's paulpascrillo.tumblr.com. I also have an ask.fm. It's ask.fm slash paulpascrillo. You can ask me questions anytime you want. Um, be nice about them because if you're not going to be nice, well, then I'm just, just going to delete your question or just make you look stupid like I've done a couple times. <laughs> And let's see what else. Oh, and um, one other thing I wanted to mention really quickly is my review for season one of Jormungan is now up on Geeky. So check that out because I really think this would be a good series for Toonami. I'm going to be hopefully watching season two this week and giving you a review by the end of the month. So look for that as well. Um, But that is the podcast for this week. We thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Toonami Faithful Podcast, but peace. We're out. Deuces! I'll allow that. And you'll allow this also. <laughs> <laughs>